Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. Today I want to talk about how I rediscovered or was reminded that it's all in the timing. So I recorded a podcast for this date. And it was a deep topic. It was very serious. It was very heavy. And it had some controversial aspects to it. And I had trouble doing it. I would stop and start and stop and start. And then after I was done, I didn't feel comfortable about it. And I thought, wow, this is uh, interesting. That is it because I'm afraid that there might be something controversial in it? Am I afraid... I, I'm not sure what it was that I was very uncomfortable. So I talked to other couple people about it, and we, we all agreed that I should just sit with it because I record these at least a week ahead of time, so I had time. And as I went through my process of thinking about what I had said in the podcast and why I was uncomfortable with it, as I realized a very simple thing is that this particular topic and the way it came to me had hit me in the heart. It had hit me psychologically in a lot of ways and rearranged some of my thinking. And the reality was, is I wasn't ready to talk about it publicly because I hadn't processed it well enough to be able to articulate it in a way that I I was comfortable with. I mean, I could put it out there, but I wasn't comfortable. And that told me that I wasn't ready to talk about it. It doesn't mean that you, no one was ready to hear it, but I needed to process it more. And that brought me to the whole idea of spiritual development, spiritual growth, is that we want to think because, well, we want everything right now. We live in an, in the right now culture that I can sit down and I can read something in a spiritual book, or I can listen to something like this podcast, and I can get it and I can go out and say, hey, I got it and all things are wonderful. But that's not how it works. We have to go through a whole process of bringing something in, thinking about it, letting it sit for a while, And then coming to some conclusion about what we heard and whether it works for us, whether we agree with it, how it changes us, none of that happens immediately. And we get caught up in that immediate, I don't know, let's call it immediate spirituality. It doesn't exist. And I suspect that one of the reasons we're hard on ourselves about like spiritual growth and not getting it right, and well, I should have done this in this situation, is because we forget that this stuff takes time. Just because I hear a talk, just because I give a talk, because I learn a lot from my talks, just because, you know, you someone else says something to you, doesn't mean that you're going to be able to use it immediately. Maybe you can, but a lot of the time... We have to integrate it. We have to find out how it fits into our, our vocabulary, our written and spoken vocabulary, our emotional vocabulary, our physical vocabulary. We have all kinds of ways of expressing ourselves. And when something comes into us, we need to turn it or be able to turn it around and, and, and express it back out again. And that does take time and we are ready to do it when we're ready to do it and not before. And we can't force it. 
You probably know from being in relationships, no matter what kind they are, that if something happens and then you need to sit down and talk about it, you might be saying to the other person, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. That's the perfect example, A, of uh, maturity in terms of I'm not ready to talk about this because if I talk about it right now, I'm just going to be mad. That's part of it. But that knowing that you're not ready because you haven't processed it and you don't really know how you feel about it, what you think about it, or what you want to do about it. We come from so many different levels. I mean, there's this every day, hey, let's talk about stuff. Let's go out and have lunch. Let's be in the material world level. And then there's the emotional level that we're somewhat aware of, but not completely aware of. And then there's the unconscious level where we've got all this stuff going on and we're not sure. We don't even know. We don't even see most of that. And so when something really big comes along or when deep spiritual ideas come along and we start trying to grasp them, we can be at a loss because it hasn't gelled yet. It hasn't mixed. I just got the image of making a smoothie where you put in your yogurt or whatever, and then the banana, and then the, the blueberries, and they're all just sitting there in these different lumps. And then it's when you turn the blender on that they, they become mixed, they become smooth, they blend into one another, and then, ta-da, you have a smoothie that you can drink. Well, these ideas, this, this spiritual growth thing is a lot like that. I get something from here, and I get something from there, and I get another idea from over there, and I put them into what I already have, right? So say I'm the liquid, and then here comes the blueberries, and then over here comes the banana, and over here comes something else, maybe the protein powder, and until I can mix them in and integrate them, I'm just going to have these lumps of stump things just kind of bouncing along with me for a while. And that's what happened when I tried to do this podcast. It was like, this is a very important idea. And the idea is, is about living from the inside out. But there was so much of a huge example about this that I didn't know how to talk about it because it blew me away so far that... I could not, I kept, st I, I can't tell you how many times I stopped and started it because I wanted to say this and I wanted to say that, but I couldn't connect them. And it was like, spirit was just showing me, see, this is what happens when you try to jump the gun and you try to do something before you're ready to do it. Now, this wasn't in a way of being chastised or anything. It was just a great example of, whoa, this was important to me and I want to talk about it. And I want to push this out to you because I think it would be very beneficial to look at it in this particular way but I couldn't articulate it yet, and yet I tried. I am really glad that my intuition kicked in and, you know, my discomfort showed me that it just wasn't time. You know, there was nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't time because I wasn't ready. I didn't, I still don't know how to talk about it. And I'll be really interested to see how long it takes for me to integrate it and smooth it out and figure out another way of presenting what I wanted to present. You know, perfect example of the world that we live in and what happens to each of us. We get so hung up on needing to understand everything right now. Now, Emma Curtis Hopkins was, she's called the mother of new thought, and she gave lots and lots of lectures. And from what I understand, 
I don't think she actually ever sat down and wrote a book. Her books all come from people sitting in the audience taking notes because this was at the beginning of the 20th century and the way things got recorded back then was by some amazing people who could write really fast. Anyway, her books are very are, are hard to read, partly because of the language and partly because she was speaking from spirit and she wasn't speaking from a PowerPoint presentation. She wasn't linear in any way. And someone recently got one of the books and, and she said, you know, um, this is really hard to understand. And I said, yeah, I read a paragraph at a time sometimes. I don't even try to read the whole book. And that was kind of a new thought for this person. And then I explained that a lot of the heavy books that I read, uh, there's another book that we had on the table at that group, and someone picked it up and went, wow, and just put it back down again. I don't just sit down and plow through them. I read until I, actually, I read until I get confused. And then I stop and I walk away. And I don't even try to think about it. I just let it percolate and go through my brain. And then eventually, something will start to come out from that, or I'll be sitting down to, to write a talk or do a podcast. And when some idea will, will come to the surface of my mind. And I'll go, Oh, yeah, I think I read this somewhere. <laughs> which usually is somewhere. And then I figure out where it was. And then I go back and look at it again. And I go, oh, that's the gem that was in there. So I'm not walking around trying to make sense of every single thing that I run into. I'm letting it come up and it, I'm letting it, it work its way through my consciousness and my unconscious up into my conscious mind. And then it gives me something to work with. In the physical world, then we would say that it all takes some time you know, time is relative, but it takes a moment. It takes time for us to process different things that come into us, into our minds, emotionally, physically, mentally, it ta and even spiritually. It takes us time to process and then to be able to use it. I'm sure you've had the experience of trying to do something or setting something up and then it doesn't work and it didn't work. And then you kind of put it to the side, and then the next thing you know, it's like, oh, hey, we can do this now. And then you'll say, well, it was all in the timing. Certain things need to come together for something to work, for something to manifest. And trying to force it doesn't do us any good. In fact, when we try to force something into manifestation, we pretty much hold it back because we're not allowing things to flow. And honestly, this whole flow thing is one of my biggest signals. And what I mean by that is if I'm trying to do something and it's not working and I'm trying to do something and it's not working and, it, and I, no matter what I do, it just doesn't flow, it doesn't work. I finally, and of course I probably go on too long before I get there, but finally I will say, wait a minute, this isn't working for some reason. I'm going to step back from it. And a lot of the times when I step back from it, a new piece of information comes in or the right person shows up or the phone call or the email comes. It was like, oh, I had a piece missing. I've actually even had times when I was working on some sort of a graphic or some, you know, visual piece and it wasn't working and it wasn't working. And then all of a sudden I realized that, oh, this one little thing needs to not be there, or this one little thing needs to be there. And I put it in and all of a sudden it comes together. 
I've actually even had some written pieces that I somehow couldn't let go of. And then I go back and I realize that there's just some really big typos in it. So it's a matter for me, part of it is just, I think, spiritual direction, spiritual intervention, like keep on looking at this, keep on looking at this. But part of it too is having all of the parts that you need to put something together all of the pieces need to come together to make whatever it is you want to happen, happen, to stay in that flow. And whether it is trying to bring some material thing into your life or trying to improve your spiritual connection, whatever it is, it's a timing thing in terms of you being ready, having integrated different ideas, having released things until that perfect mixture comes along. Or maybe the perfect wave. I just had this image, now I'm not a surfer, but I just had an image of being on a surfboard out there, you know, just bobbing up and down with, with the water as you wait for that wave and some little waves come in and you go up and you go down and you float and you just wait. And you know that the right wave is going to come and then it does and you're lifted up and you, you know, get up on that board and you sail in beautifully. The other ocean image is one with the tide. The tide comes in and when the tide comes in, you have all of this beautiful information. The tide goes out and that's time to rest. It's time to let it be. And then the tide comes back in again and there is that ebb and flow. And there's always an ebb and flow of not really our connection with spirit because we're always connected, but sometimes there's an ebb and flow of how we feel connected and how we are working with that flow coming in and out and in and out. Sometimes it's like a river. Sometimes it's like the ocean. It's all good. It's all perfect. It's all how we, each of us works very differently. And I can sit here and I can tell you how I work. I can tell you what works for me. And I would never expect you to take that and make it your own. You might try it to see if it works for you. But if it doesn't, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It means that you're different from me. And that's a good thing. I think the most important thing to think about at all of this is the, the timing aspect of it. We're always in such a hurry in our culture. We're always wanting to just get things done. You know, we're doers and 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 you told me how to you told me how to meditate, so I should be able to meditate now. Well, meditation takes practice. Um, just working with spiritual ideas takes practice. You know, there's that thing out there that you have to practice something for 10,000 hours or something. I don't know. I don't know who came up with that because um, I'm sure that there's some scientific evidence behind it. But again, everybody learns differently. Everybody processes differently. I could, there's some things that I could just do. There's other things that I practiced until, you know, the end of the world and I would never be good at it because I don't have the talent or the ability to do it well. I mean, so... We have to understand our abilities, and I'm not going to say understand our limitations, understand our abilities, understand what we can do. In fact, it's more important to figure out what you can do than to ask what you can't do and to focus on what you cannot do. It's about focusing on what you can do and how to do that to the best of your ability. One of the reasons we get into the can't do part of it is because we don't give ourselves enough time to figure it out. 
Is this for me? Am I for it? Whether it is playing an instrument, whether it is writing, whether it is being whatever it is you want to be in the world, whatever kind of thing that you do out there, being a boxer, a wrestler, you know, being a writer, being a person who simply takes care of other people, however you do that, everybody has their own abilities, their own talents, and we owe it to ourselves to give ourselves the time to figure out what it is, to cultivate that, and to be who we came here to be. It might sound like I'm only talking to younger people in terms of figure out what you want to be and be it, but I know plenty of people in their 60s and 70s and even in their 80s who are still trying to figure out what they want to be or who they want to be when they grow up. And that's a good thing because they're not stuck. It's so easy to get stuck. Even in your 20s and 30s, it's easy to get stuck in, this is how I am supposed to be. This is what I was raised to be. This is what my culture tells me to be. This is how I should be, which might give you a starting point. But just because you've been told who you should be or what you should be doesn't mean that that's correct. It doesn't mean it's who you are or who you should be. And that's why there are still people in their 60s and 70s and 80s trying to figure it out. Because at some point, the time comes that says, oh, there's more to life. There's more to me than this outward doing thing. And I want to look at things differently and see how else I can be in the world. And that's a very cool thing. Now, I will tell you that those of us who are over a certain age have an advantage because we have more time. We're not in careers that take up most of our time. We're not raising uh, families. We're not doing all those things that really take up so much of your consciousness which brings us back to the timing thing. There's a time to do that. There's a time to raise your family. There's a time to have that career. There's a time to be focused on getting somewhere in the world. And then there's a time to start to let that go and a time to start looking at your life in different ways and perhaps become more spiritual. It doesn't mean that you can't be spiritual while you're doing the raising kids, having a career thing. But when you have fewer distractions, obviously it's a little bit easier. I would certainly not recommend going, okay, well, I'm doing this right now, so I'll put off my spirituality till later. That's not what I'm saying either. Because I'm running into a lot of very spiritually oriented young people, and it's an absolutely wonderful experience to have those conversations with, with them. But we do go through different phases in our lives, and maybe we look at them as seasons. The season of going to school, the season of raising a family, the season of having a career, the season of you know moving on from that. If you look at them as seasons, and each season brings a different attitude, a different feeling. I know that with each decade, my priorities have changed. And I just watched that happen, and it's been very fascinating to me to watch, okay, now I've hit this number, and then in a, in a couple of years, I, I've, I've noticed that my priorities have changed once again. It's because we have had time to process, and of course, we've had more experiences, right? So we have all of these experiences 
there's the blueberries, there's the banana, there's the 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 nuts over there and the, the soy milk or whatever it is you put in. And you get more of those or you might get a completely different thing that you've never thought about putting in your smoothie before. And you bring it in and as time goes on, it becomes more and more blended and it becomes this wonderful cocktail that you can draw on to embrace the world in ways that you might not have ever thought of before. But the key here is time, allowing time to pass, allowing yourself to just be in the moment, to be where you are and accept what's happening in the moment, and then, you know, working with it, processing it, allowing it to process unconsciously, and then see what comes back up into your consciousness. It's all about the timing. It's all about us letting it be until it's time for it to be something else. It's a really cool thing when you think about it, because it takes a lot of the pressure off, takes a whole lot of the pressure off. I just heard someone last night say, Enlightenment is not our goal because we already are. We already are fully, completely spiritual beings. It's our awareness of it. It's our coming into it, understanding who we are. And that happens over time as we have experiences, as we are in this world, as we work on ourselves. It is a process. And it is, it's all about the timing. Now, I don't know about you, but I think I'm ready for a smoothie. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful time this week. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again... Deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.